0: and don't forget to check out our website www.hisheartline.com we're happy to have you let's get started
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. It is Wednesday, July 27, 2022, here on the lakeshore of West Michigan. So happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline for another episode of 1% with Him. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at because they are the host they are the ones that are in charge of this show they are the ones that basically make all the calls and they are steering this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life so welcome glad to have you all here today so today we're going to be reading out of second peter chapter um, yeah second peter chapter one and it's going to be verses one through 21 and then we'll talk a little bit about what that means um just a little um credit where credit is due. Um, one reference that I often go to a lot, which is great. There is a website called BibleRef.com. I'm actually going to be making some donations here, uh, over there because I think they do a great job with what they do over there. Um, it's again, it's Bible ref, like referee Bible ref And it's a very nice, simple website. And whoever is the admin or the owner of the website, you know they they have um, they have different versions of the Bible digitally there. They got the NIV, ESV, KJV, uh, the NASB, NLT, and CSB versions over there, and so they have that. And then below that, they have like their own summary of you know what that particular chapter means and uh they just they do a really good job it's a really great little online ministry i think i really i really enjoy what they do and you know since i reference it a lot you know it would only make sense and um you know it just it makes sense to you know contribute over there because what they're doing at this website is really a great thing and so i can't um granted they have versions of the bible i'm not a huge you know they they they're missing one of my favorite versions of the bible but that's okay you know to each their own um, you know, I was. In fact, it's interesting. Speaking of versions of the Bible, you know, I was um, because we're in the assembly, right? Uh, if you've listened to this channel long enough, you know I'm part of the national or the uh, Michigan General General Assembly, which is, in, you know, in part part of the national assembly, the lawful assembly. And so, a lot of the things that we refer to when we reference a lot of things, we reference out of the uh, the Noah Webster's 1828 um, dictionary. Because, you know, the words and their definitions are uh, more accurate from back then than what you'll see today. Because, you know, like I've always said, words matter and so do their definitions. And so um, outside of that dictionary, we also reference the 1599 Geneva Bible, which is actually the um original founders bible by the way that was the bible that came from overseas when they came i believe if if memory serves me correctly and if if i'm wrong i know somebody will have the answer and they'll correct me if i if i'm wrong but if memory serves me correctly the geneva bible i believe was the first bible that came over to the americas um on the mayflower and so and I don't know, little tidbit. Now, this I do know for a fact, and I I do I'm, I know I'm not remembering incorrectly here. The Geneva Bible was also the first Bible that implemented chapters and verse numbers, and so um, yeah, I have a 1599 Geneva Bible right here. I was actually reading through Ecclesiastes, you know, the the Ecclesiastes um, book, and there's you know little notes at the bottom. Um, and I'm, it's just, the thing is I was thinking about reading out of this predominantly going forward, but then as I started reading it and, and maybe I might change my mind, I don't know. But as I started reading it, I had to put it down after the first couple, uh, paragraphs because the way they spoke back then, not that I'm hating on the way they spoke back then, but. There was a lot of words that ended with a TH, like he saith, and he cometh, and he forgiveth, and uh, we're going to have a dinnereth with the neighboreth. It's just, there was a lot of THs at the end of a lot of the old English words, and it was bothering me. I can't stand to, it, I just, it. <laughs> I can't, I just can't do it. I'll read it you know, in silence, but to read it out loud, it was brutal. I was like, I I can't, I can't read the 1599 Geneva Bible. And I may, I, I may depending. Right. So, because like I said, I have two Bibles versions that I typically divert to. The first one is the New American Bible Revised Edition. That's typically the one that Catholics divert to, Um, but that is the Hebrews. That's the original Hebrews version because it has the seven additional books that is considered the apocryphal books that is not in the Protestant Bible. And then for the people that do follow the Protestant Bible, I typically will divert to the NASB 95. As far as the assembly goes, they reference a lot of um you know scriptures and you know biblical um wisdom from the 1599 geneva bible because that was the bible of the founders back in their day so i actually have all three bibles right here in front of me plus the noah webster's 1828 american dictionary so just so you know you know i will bounce back and forth um from you know from those typically the first two bibles and then one maybe once in a while if i get a you know um, a wild tingle up my spine. Maybe I might read out of the 1599 um, Bible. And out of curiosity to those that are listening live, um, I, I'm, I usually typically, uh, first off, do a like a thumbs up or if I sound loud and clear, because Podbean has this little signal thing here. It looks like a Wi Fi signal. And right now it's showing poor. Typically, I have the show run off of the mobile. Awesome. Thank you, Dennis. I usually have the show running off of my mobile, you know, 5g or whatever, you know, the, the, the LTE 5g, whatever, depending on what my phone is doing that day. So it goes more uninterrupted because I've noticed that when it runs off my Wi-Fi, PodBeam, it sometimes sounds like, uh, it'll distort. Okay. Now it's back to excellent again. So I don't know, maybe I need a, uh, um i don't know what's going on maybe i might need like a vpn or something but uh yeah it's uh it's it bounces back and forth from poor to excellent poor to excellent but as long as you guys can hear me and i'm not sound robotic that's that's all i need to know so good deal so welcome glad to have you all here so today we're going to be reading out of second peter uh, chapter one and today it is going to be out of the new american standard bible and it reads as this Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, for his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence." Through these, he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world on account of lust. Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge. And in your knowledge self-control and in your self-control perseverance and in your perseverance godliness and in your godliness brotherly kindness and in your brotherly kindness love for if these qualities are yours and are increasing they do not make you useless nor unproductive in the true knowledge of our lord jesus christ for the one who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choice of you. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus is supplied to you. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and have been established in the truth, which is present with you. I consider it right as long as I am with, excuse me, as long as I am in this earthly dwelling to stir you up by way of reminder, knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent, as also our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will also be diligent that at any time after my departure, you will be able to call these things to mind. For we did not follow cleverly devised tales when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty for when he received honor and glory from God, the father, such declaration as this was made to him by the majestic glory. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And we ourselves heard this declaration made from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word made more sure to which you do well to pay attention place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. But know this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture becomes a matter of someone's own interpretation huh. for no prophecy has ever made, excuse me, for no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy spirit spoke from God. I like that last couple of ver- that last verse. Uh, well, second to the last verse right there in verse 20, where it says, but know this of all, that no prophecy of scripture becomes a matter of someone's own interpretation. I like that because it kind of falls in line with, with what I was kind of talking about yesterday when I opened up the uh, 1% with him yesterday, because I get some emails from people, not, not bad emails, actually really good emails, you know, people that I know that are respectful and they probably have very pure and, um, solid intentions behind their email you know they reference me to certain things and believe it or not i do if you if you email me something that you want me to go reference i'll go look Uh, and and if you know i always will look look i keep an open mind because sometimes if there's always something that i may not be very you know well aware of um There is something I I should go back to my email and look it up and use this kind of as an example. But, you know, there's just some things that people kind of look, they interpret the Bible in a certain way and they have certain methods and how they interpret it. That's that's fine. Um, But like I was saying, just like, you know, DOT officers, I could speak from experience on this. You know, everybody who you know, anybody who is a DOT officer, when they pull over a commercial vehicle, each officer interprets the law and. And his interpret it something way different, and it doesn't seem very relevant in their mind. And so kind of the same thing with the Bible, you know, and I don't really think there really is any right or wrong way, because again, as I've always heard, and I think it was from Scott on Bards FM. I'm pretty sure I heard this on his show. Um, again, for those out there that thought I was hating on him, just remember, I never, never will slander anybody. If, but if there's incorrect statements, I call them out. But I re- reference him a lot because there, he does tell a lot of good wisdom. He has a lot of good truths. And I actually like the guy's show. And I think it was his show when I heard, you know, the more you read the Bible, the Bible reads you. And I absolutely believe that to be very true. Oh, sounding robotic. Oh, man, how about now, Dennis? Is it coming back all right? Let uh, me uh, get in the chat here. See, this is why. Okay, thank you. I apologize for that. I totally forgot to switch my 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 service, you know, from my Wi-Fi to my phone. So because I find that it doesn't do that robotic nonsense, at least very very little. So I do apologize for that. Um, well, I will uh, stop jabbering on here. But so what does 2 Peter chapter 1 mean? right, so so Peter's second letter seems to have been written to the same audience as 1 Peter. The words are directed towards Christians scattered by persecution, and so 2 Peter is undoubtedly written to believers, but the focus of this particular letter is not persecution itself, as 1 Peter was. Instead, Peter begins by addressing an issue which remains a focus of the church even today. And so whether or not believers will be productive and effective servants of God through our knowledge of him. But Peter starts by saying that no Christian, no one who knows God through faith in Jesus, is missing anything that we need to lead the godly lives that we are called to. And so by the grace of God, all who trust in Christ have been made partners in God's nature and purpose. And so every believer has been freed from the corruption in the world caused by sinful desires. And so in other words, you know, we are fully equipped. So none of us can offer the excuse that we didn't have what was needed to continue the mission. Absolutely. And so well, one would ask, well, what's the mission? So Peter describes it as making an effort to add a very specific set of Christian qualities, if you will, alongside the faith that believers already have. And so that begins with goodness, or virtue, or uh, moral excellence of Jesus. And these qualities also include knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. And so if we have these Christ-like qualities and continue to abound or grow in them, we are leading the life God calls us to. And specifically, we are being effective and productive in the knowledge of Jesus that we have been given. Now, if we fall short of these qualities, though, we still remain God's children through faith in Christ, and our eternal salvation is not bought or kept by our own efforts. However, failing to take on these traits means wasting the knowledge of Jesus, and we become ineffective and unproductive servants. In fact, this makes us so nearsighted that we can actually seem like unbelievers who are, in fact, spiritually blind. And so worse yet, when we fail to live up to the life that we're called to, we can actually become forgetful. And specifically, we forget that we have already been cleansed of the sins, which may now actually occupy us again. And when we have forgotten who we are in Christ and we can't, we can't forget that. And so Peter urges us to demonstrate the reality of our place in God's family. And we do this by eagerly exercising these qualities in our lives as we look forward to the day when Jesus will warmly welcome us into His kingdom, and man, I can I cannot wait for that day. I mean, I can't. I don't want to leave too prematurely, but that's going to be a beautiful day. And so, as Peter writes, he knows his writers are already aware of these things, but he intends to keep reminding them, as we all need a reminder, and he will keep stirring them up, and so that they will continue connecting what they know in Christ with how they live. And he is preparing them to go, you know, to keep going after His death. Which will come soon. And so, in closing, Peter reminds the reader as well that he was told by Jesus himself that he would die, and yet Jesus also allowed Peter to see the transfiguration. And so, the moment when Jesus was revealed in his glory and the Father's voice declared Jesus as Son, according to Peter, his personal eyewitness testimony to that event confirms that all the prophecies about the Messiah, including his return as judge and king. You know, there's something here that I kind of want to be very self-aware. I'm going to try to keep this short so it doesn't go robotic again. Um, And I don't want to go too long because I still got to get dinner. I I, I have been having a bad habit of eating later and later in the evening. I need to stop doing that. Um, But one thing I do want to go back to because uh, where did I read this in the summary here? Hold on. Where did I see this? So yeah, right here, um, where it says, you know, what's our mission and, you know, about how we have to emulate the Christ-like qualities as believers in Christ, which begin with goodness or moral excellence. Right. And some of these qualities also include, like I said, knowledge and self-control, perseverance, godliness, and brotherly love and, or excuse me, brotherly kindness and love and that, you know. We have to lead the life that god calls us to but and it continues to say that if we for these qualities yes we still remain as god's children through faith in christ however though our external salvation is not bought or kept by our own efforts and 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 so and, and and it continues to say that failing to take on these traits means wasting the knowledge of Jesus. And I'll be, I want to be completely honest, and I hope I can ask for your guys' prayers on this. Sincerely, men and women who read the Bible, we do our best to live to be the best version of ourselves. We often fall short a lot of times. I believe I was doing really well for quite some time, and I do believe I'm still doing well, but not as well as I think I could be. Let me give you an example. Thing myself, and 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 that I'm around a lot of truck drivers who have potty mouths, but I'm not. I don't want to use that as an excuse or a crutch, but I've been noticing more cuss words coming out, and that's not a good thing. I know it's not a good thing for for many reasons. One of the you know the one of the smaller reasons, well. I don't want to say smaller, but one of the reasons is because, you know, I have a five going on six year old that's a parrot. She likes to copy everything dad says, and I can't have that, obviously. And so I know. I know that's where I'm falling short. I'm not being the best version of myself. I know that. And so I'm trying to have proper situational awareness and so when my day starts i often say a prayer to christ i say christ god jesus please be in my heart today be in my mind be in my be in my entire being and help me with every thought and every word and every action that takes place going forward to you know throughout the day and typically i'm pretty solid through most of the day and then i get home and here's where i think it starts kind of unwrapping my friends my neighbors that we're close to that we hang out with we found a good core group of people and, and don't get me wrong. Now I want to make sure I'm very clear. These are good people. Um, they do believe in Christ and God, right? Most of them, I think. But like, once I start hanging out with the guys, you know, and you have a couple brews and not, and not, and I'm not saying like drinking to get obliterated, but you know, you have a couple beers just to unwind the day and you just kind of shoot the breeze with the, with the gentlemen. And, um, you know, Uh, you start, you just start bantering and then, you know, sailor language kind of comes out. And so when that happens in the moment, I don't really realize it right then and there. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And when, in the moments that I do realize, Oh boy, okay, i got some sailor language coming out. I tone it down, but then, but then there's times where I don't, you know, realize it in that very moment. And like I said, when some potty language comes out and I'm like, I'm feeling bad about myself if I'm going to be completely honest. And so I feel like with reading this chapter in Peter here, second in two Peter, you know, again, where it says that these qualities also include knowledge, self-control, because I do have the ability to to have self-control and watch my language. Right. And again, other qualities of Christ, perseverance, godliness, brotherly, kindness, and love. I think where I'm losing it, obviously, is the self-control and watching my mouth, right? And so, it's again, like it says, if we fall short of these qualities, we still remain as God's children through faith. But, again, our external salvation is not bought or kept so you know by our own efforts. So failing to take these traits means that we're wasting the knowledge of Jesus. And I, I feel like when I say you know potty language, I feel like I'm disappointing Christ. In fact, I know I'm disappointing Christ. And believe me, that is not my goal. And so, anyways, I've been trying to really clean that up, because again, just because I come on this show, I do this one percent with him, Bible reading. I don't want anybody getting any false vision. trust me, I am, I am not a, I am not an altar boy. I'm not a priest or a pastor or a minister. I am not a, you know, a monk. You know, I'm a. Mother man the other man like any other woman right just we're fallen individuals and i just i i do my best to live the best version of myself daily but like i said if i'm going to be completely transparent that's one thing that i've noticed that i've been slipping on more and more because i never used to swear that much i i used to swear a lot but then i got better almost to the point of where it was gone disappeared like the worst language that would come out would be like crap or stupid right those kind of words and it's not like i'm dropping the f-bomb in every other word but still a cuss word is a cuss word and i feel very bad about it now one thing i will say though i used to use the lord's name in vain a lot back in my day when i used to dj not anymore and if it does come out by a very 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 rare involuntary way oh you better believe that one i i catch immediately and i cringe to myself and i'm like i shriek my shoulders i'm like oh my god and i look up i literally literally look up to the sky even if i'm in my house i look up i'm like god i'm so 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 sorry please forgive me on that one please comes out like a gd or a jc and it's like coming out in vain Oh yeah, you better believe I, whew, it feels like a dagger going right in my heart. Cause I, and, and that's probably how it feels for Christ. I'm like, Oh man, I am so sorry. And so that one I have, compl- I should um, that's a lie. I can't say I, that has completely come out because every once in a very blue moon, something will get set off or that'll come out involuntary, but then I catch it. But, and I really don't want that even coming out involuntary because that one makes me feel bad like bad, bad. And so anyway, where am I going at with this? You know, here's where I'm going at with this, ladies and gentlemen, we're all, we're all going to fall short on some days, sometimes for some seasons. The important thing is, I think is as long as we pick ourselves up, we have self-awareness, enough situational awareness that we dust off ourselves Ask the Lord for forgiveness. Ask Christ to be in our heart and say, look, tomorrow's a new day. Just help me with my words, Father. Help me with my thoughts and my actions. Just help me in the footsteps that your son, Jesus Christ, walked. I know I'm not going to walk exactly like him because no one can walk in the exact footsteps of Christ because Christ was the only one that walked on the earth that was perfect. And so we just need to learn to always remember that we're going to fall short and yes we will fail that's part of life that's part and god knows this i think you know i know god knows this he knows our failings and our stumblings as long as our intentions of trying to do our absolute best in fact i don't even want to use the word trying cuz i always have a saying trying is dying just do it do your best so as long as i do my absolute best and 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 intentionally doing my absolute best to live the best, to be the best version of myself. I think that's all that God really asked for. But I know lately I haven't been the best version of myself and I need to get better with that, especially, like I said, with my language. And I don't like that because, you know, when I hear other people around me and they drop the F-bomb left, right and sideways and they're just, you know, cussing worse than a sailor, right? Like a sailor, farmer and truck driver, you know, all in one. I'm like, I listen and I even, I cringe. I'm like, ooh, like that sounds terrible and doesn't sound classy. It sounds very uncouth. And so, yeah, I'm very well aware of what swear words sound like. But again, you know, we're all human, so that is really all I have for today. So I want to end this in a prayer and I got to go upstairs and get myself some food. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day. I thank you for the abundance of health that you give to me, my wife, our daughter, Anybody who comes here to His Hardline, your platform, to listen to your good word, to hear what's out of your good book. And even those that don't know what His Hardline is, even those that don't even know who you are, God, please bless the majority. If not, if it's not too much, ask the One thing that we haven't done lately, Father, is we haven't prayed for our enemies, and I'm very bad at that. And so if we're going to truly live to be the best version of ourselves, I think we really need to raise a good, strong prayer for our enemies, for the wicked, you know, people that are in the political system and the de facto of our nation and around the world for that matter. So we pray for all those corrupt individuals that you maybe helpfully help these people see the light and you help them become the best version of themselves. Right. And and we hope that they can have enough situational awareness to realize that what they're doing is not right and that it's wrong and that it's hurting other people. It's hurting your people. And so I just pray that you can just help the wicked see your ways and so that they can turn away from their evil schemes that is led by the devil. And so we're going to do our best to pray for the corrupt out there and the evildoers out there because we know they need prayers too no matter how much of a hold satan's got on them and so we pray all of this in your holy son's name jesus christ amen you know it's always hard to pray for your enemies but it is something that is necessary it is something that i've hardly ever have done in the past but it is something that we have to do and just maybe right just maybe by praying for the enemy That's planting a seed of goodness, right? A spiritual seed of goodness in their direction. And, uh, you know, leave it up to God to shed the light and water it, and maybe it'll grow into something very righteous. I mean, God uses evil for good in his time, right? So that is all I have for you all today. And with that, I hope you all have a great evening or a great afternoon or a great morning, wherever you're at in the world. And, um, yes. And as somebody just said here on the chat board here, God praises what is in our heart. And that was what is in my heart today. I just felt like we really needed to have a prayer for our enemies because the enemy seems like they are losing. But at the same time, they seem like they are just going all in right now. And the spir- spiritual war that we're witnessing happen around the world, it's uh, it's, it's in- ever increasing. And so, uh, yeah. I just felt like we needed to pray for the enemy here. So with that, I, and we'll be back here tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's Thursday. So, um, maybe later on in the evening after like, I don't know, I I can't really tell. Maybe I have a phone call that I do, uh, on the state side here for Michigan, for the assembly. Um, so I might, so that's Thursday. That's what I've always wanted to tell you guys. So Thursdays is the only day I won't be able to get on between 730 and 740 because we have our uh, we have our calls that we do that start at actually uh 730. So um I will either try to get on before that or after that. It's hard to tell. So I hope you'll have a good night, good day, and we'll be back
0: here tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Hard Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. On our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates